Welcome back to Going Rounds, the official podcast of Gusto, a matter company. I'm Jeanette Harris-Courts, podcast producer and host of this podcast. Our last episode, we learned more about Beth York. Today in this corner, we've got executive producer and vice president, Tim Bradley, the mad scientist behind it all, whose story we'll hear after the break. My name is Tim Bradley. In high school, some of my friends called me Timmy. Uh, that's pretty rare nowadays. But um, whenever I, I call the place a uh, like a to-go order for food, people think I say Ken or Kim or any combination of that. So sometimes I use the name Timothy when placing to-go orders. I live in Salisbury, Massachusetts, which is this quaint little seaside town uh, about 45 minutes north of Boston. It's actually like the last town before New Hampshire. It's often confused with New Hampshire. About 10 minutes from our, our headquarters, our Gusto headquarters. It's my wife, our two kids, and our dog. Our dog, Trucky, uh, is 12 years old. And our kids, uh, Penelope, she's six, and River is three. He weighs more than Penelope, though, which is uh, makes for fun wrestling matches around the house. We live... Uh, at the edge of a, a marsh, which is nice. We have lots of uh, nature around. Um, and we sort of the end of a dead end road, but it parallels the road that leads to the Atlantic Ocean, which is nice. So quick, uh, quick car ride and we are on the beach. In my free time, um, I mean, lots of family stuff, right? So we're at the beach a lot, um, bike rides, playgrounds, all that good stuff. But when we're not doing that, I like to get out in the mountains. Um, so I'm often snowboarding in the winter or hiking in the summer, um, doing two hikes this summer where you hike up to this, the Appalachian mountain club. They have, uh, these huts where you basically hike up and they, like, you stay in bunk beds and they feed you dinner and breakfast, like on top of a mountain. It's super nice. So they have, I think seven of them I've been to three and i'm going to check off two more this this summer so that's uh that's a cool thing to do favorite one is uh lake of the clouds so it's like right under mount washington it's it's stunning it's like in the shadow of mount washington but it overlooks like a valley kind of on both sides and um yeah it's just like stunning view it's so nice Ooh, favorite childhood memory See, so yeah, a lot of my childhood, like I, for context, I grew up in Western Massachusetts, about three hours west of Boston, in a little town called Rowe. There's currently like 300 people that live there. Okay. So it's like very, very small town in the middle of Western Mass, which is dense forest, honestly. Um, there were nine towns that went to my high school. In my, from my town, it was me and one other girl that graduated my senior year, like from that town, right? So like really in the middle of nowhere. So a lot of the time for my brothers and I, it was just like, and again, mind you, this is nineties. So there's like not TV on demand. We did not have cable. Like there's, there's none of that. So a lot of it was just in 
you know, your own imagination, which is awesome. So a lot of this stuff was just like, you know, building forts in the woods and like, you know, building jumps and snow forts in the winter, right? Like just uh, being out in nature. So I think that's really, you know, why I have the affinity for it today, but also just the creativity behind all that, right? Like it's not like keeping yourself busy. It was just like, this is what you did. You just used the creative side of your brain, right? To, uh, use your imagination. Um, so I think a lot of that is spirited today. The kind of classic story was like my, I was fortunate enough that my parents had a, uh, like a VHS camcorder and they're like, yeah, sure. You can figure it out. So my, I have two brothers, um, two younger brothers. And so we'd always like take the camera and just do like silly boy stuff. But then we'd make like little videos with our Legos and, and stuff like that. And I had like a, high school uh, class where like my like featured thing was like a, a video using stop motion using that camera. So yeah, I mean, it was just kind of always attracted to, to video stuff. Did I answer the question? <laughs> yeah, so I went to um, a small liberal arts college in New Hampshire called Colby Sawyer College. Uh, had a BA in communication studies. I think they changed it to media studies and it evolved from there. But um, and so at Colby Sawyer, I was um, part of the radio station. I was editor in chief of the school paper. Um, we had a bunch of video courses and stuff. And so it was really nice to just get to explore like all mediums, um, which I think is really applicable today in, in my role. Um, video jumped at me the most. So when I graduated, um, my now wife and I moved to uh, Truckee, California. That's my dog's name. And when I was out there, I dropped like way too much on my credit card for like MacBook Pro and a, and a video camera um, and basically just was filming, you know, either nature or lifestyle or there's a lot of like action sports oriented stuff out there. So, you know, the classic like <laughs> filming snowboarders and skiers and skateboarders type of thing to just kind of get familiar with the gear and just sort of, you know, style and uh, organization and sort of all that stuff, right? Um, and there was a really short, short jump over to, to this role because it was, we moved back uh, to Massachusetts and I worked as an editor for Outdoor Programming Channel and then I found the, the job uh, at Matter for um, a video production specialist on Craigslist. So if that doesn't date me, Craigslist. Um, yeah, and so I've been I've been uh, matter and now Augusto for you know eleven plus years. It's been a great ride. So ultimately, like through this new brand, this new identity, we hope that our current clients and our and our you know the new clients we get to collaborate with um, are just inspired to you know be champions of the work that they put want to put out and to their audiences every day. Yeah, I mean, I think this is just a, a really great opportunity to um, niche down and focus on the on the types of branded content and work we do well that we aspire to do that our clients have the appetite for, right? Um, so, you know, that sort of think longer premise really um, leads into the you know episodic content and podcasting and um, you know, longer form programming that that we want to do as a group, whilst also continuing to do the the brand storytelling that we're really good at, you know, um, with customer stories and commercials and the like. So I think it's a really good opportunity for for our staff to 
um, learn how to create all types of compelling content. And I think it's good for, for our, our clients that we've, you know, been had have longstanding relationships with already to grow with us as we grow, you know, alongside them too. So win, win, win in my mind. I really love this career because well, for a couple of reasons. One is you get to explore so many different types of stories with so many amazing just people and places and locations and venues, right? I always say to junior staff that there's like not many professions where the CEO of some like mega, you know, Fortune 500 company is like, yeah, come on in, let me show you around, right? Um, so it's a really unique vantage point to sort of look behind the the curtain, uh, so to speak, on on some really impressive businesses that you may have never heard of before or aspire to learn more about, right? There should really not be a reason to never stop learning, right? There's just like so many, again, mediums, um, paths to, to your own sense of creativity, right? So I find a lot of um, just opportunities every day to, to explore that, like for myself and for my team. And I, I take a ton of pride in seeing my my team's efforts come to fruition and seeing you know results creativity or otherwise um it's it's it keep definitely keeps me coming to work every day three words caffeinated it's not really a word but sometimes i i i find joy in the like ready shoot aim parts of life where it's like yeah i'll just take a risk and, and pivot from there like a strategic risk of course adventure like my my family and i are always planning the next trip like we just came back from puerto rico and during that trip we're like all right where's where's the next one you know so just want to explore for sure well first of all a risk is like it's just not intentional i guess would be it right um you just kind of just not thinking through all the various like implications of that risk or a strategic risk it's like okay like i understand the perceived outcomes of these certain instances and we may not know like exactly which you know a b test is better but taking that risk you you get the results you're looking for to refine and better going forward thinking through the various outcomes having informed conversations before making the decision of course but like understanding the opportunity understanding the the risk like the perceived pitfalls right and then making the strategic decision on which path to go how do i apply adventure into a work setting um I mean, I think it's in the day-to-day -day details, right? It's like, yeah, like we, we have to do work thoughtfully and intentionally and not like by the book, but like by a certain set of rules, like through the medium that we're creating it in, through the sort of data or info we have on, you know, the audiences, of course, the brand that we're working for. But it's like, where are those moments that we can, you know, sort of push the envelope or like take again that strategic risk creatively um so like specifically is it like do we approach this in a slightly different editing style do we deploy certain tactics you know from a motion graphics standpoint that are sort of pushing their brand envelope a little bit um so i think that like adventure is in 
the journey <laughs> through creation, right? Um, so that is really beholden to to the the person, um, you know, the producer or the the, the you know <laughs> formidable pixel pusher, right? To uh, to to make those decisions. Um, I'm just fortunate, honestly. It's like I get to collaborate with some amazing, amazing people here, writing, producing the creative direction, the post, the motion design and animation, like all of it is just awesome. Um, you know, so I'm, I'm honestly just very like honored that I get to help sort of guide the ship um, in whatever capacity that is day to day, right? And, and for the long haul. I think this is just a really exciting evolution for us, right? It's like we had humble, modest beginnings just the way Matter did too, right? And so I think it's just, we're at this this precipice of, you know, identity. We just have like this really strong identity that is encompassing of the people and the talent we have on this team and the work we do and aspire to do every day. Um, so that's just in that mantra, right? Like, let's go with gusto, which is awesome. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Going Rounds. I hope you all feel like you learned a little bit more about our head boss, Tim. Tim, you've been such a rad boss, and I'm so lucky that I get to enjoy calls with you pretty much every other day. <laughs> and I don't want to take the spotlight off of you, but I must say my favorite part of our calls is Penny. <laughs> She's just too great. What a star you've got on your hands. Well. If you want to talk to me or Tim or any of us here at Gusto, you can email us at hello at letsgusto.com. We can't wait to bring you more perspectives from our staff and other creatives that inspire us. Until then, bye.